0: You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> well, what Maybe we here? should
1: fill people in.
0: Look at this baby. Do a spit. I go away from the offer. It's fine, it's fine. Well, hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> well, that was cool.
0: Notice anything um, different? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we got our jingle going, and I want to give a little shout out to my cousin, uh, Rene Marino, and he did our jingle for us, so if you ever want to jingle, go ahead and go to him, he's awesome, he gets it done really quickly for you.
0: Yeah, and he was so great to work with, we're really happy with how it turned out. And we hope you guys like it, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. So what we wanted to jump in, we kind of just wanted to jump into our episode today. Mm-hmm. Because it is World Breastfeeding Week, yes. which is exciting. Yeah. I thought that we would preface by saying that we are not doctors. So we are moms, and we are just, you know doing a light-hearted episode for you guys about breastfeeding
0: yeah we actually took to social media to get some questions in from you guys our listeners and followers and so we're going to be going through some questions that are frequently asked yeah,
1: yeah and hopefully it helps some of you guys um I've been I mean I know we're answering light-heartedly but I've been in LC for almost six years now So hopefully some of the answers help if it's, you know, an answer that or a question that you asked specifically. Hopefully we have an answer for you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously we are coming at this like with our experiences, with Alexa's knowledge. So hopefully we have some good stuff to share.
1: Awesome. Yes.
0: So. First question is, what are the benefits of breastfeeding? Is breastfeeding worth it or is it just a new hippie trend?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. it Okay, so, so it kind of seems like it's a trend because we're coming out of like the formula generation where I meet a lot of moms nowadays where they don't have any experience with breastfeeding because their parents didn't breastfeed or their mom didn't breastfeed and their grandma didn't breastfeed because that was kind of like the formula.
0: Yeah. It's actually so so weird. I mentioned it to my grandmother, like something about nursing and she's like, oh, I don't know. I never nursed. And I was like, you stayed home though. And she's like, yeah, people didn't nurse back then. We literally all did formula. Like that's what we did.
1: Right. And I was like, wow.
0: Like I never knew that there was just this generation that they didn't, they didn't even have the knowledge or the option. It was like, this is what we do.
1: Yeah. But so. I think, I think it's so awesome. Cause I think we're in the age of basic of knowledge. Knowledge. Yes. Because we have, sorry. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that. So yeah. Much.
1: We have everything at our fingertips. So we kind of know that it does It does benefit baby to breastfeed over doing the formula and you can kind of Google why. And then so these moms go into it knowing, okay, it's not just a trend. It's just, it's not just what my hippie friends do. It's something I can do too. And there's a reason why I should give it a try, you know? And
0: also like simple answer to this question, we're literally made to be able to breastfeed. So, yes. it's super weird if people are like, ew, like, I've had people tell me, like, I don't want you to breastfeed in front of my children. I don't want them to see it. I think it's gross and weird. Um, <laughs> and it's like a mom. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you're <laughs> gross and weird, actually. um, No, all jokes aside, I, obviously, I never just, like, whip it out. You know me. I'm very, like discreet with stuff like that and I don't think there's anything wrong with like choosing not to for whatever reason if you know you're you have terrible issues where you can't you tried you can't literally no like no harm done because you tried, you know, yeah. but for people to be yeah, like, no
1: judgment, ew, it's
0: gross. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you know what boobs are for, right? <laughs> I'm like, that's funny.
0: I know you think boobs are for sex, but they aren't actually made for that right. initially. So anyways. Right. Um,
1: well, it's funny because like my son, my youngest, he watched this gorilla. Well, like I was on Facebook scrolling and then like a baby gorilla was nursing And my youngest goes, oh, mommy milk. Yeah. And he kind of just got it. You know, he was like, oh, that's just what mammals do, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I... It was interesting. I know
0: I tend to err on the side of, like, the weirdos, okay? But, (laughs) but I have seen, like, little girls, like, pretend, like, nursing their babies. And that makes me, like, feel something. I'm like, that is so awesome that they know that that's what their bodies are made to do someday is to be able to like literally give freaking life and then feed a baby. So I think that's really cool and I am here for it. So
1: anyways. Did you know, I mean, to stay on it for just one more second, but did you know that your milk is tailored for your baby? So it's not like it's just this generic it's like the same breast milk for every baby. No, like it's tailored for your baby, the age of your baby. And if your baby has a cold, it's tailored to that. Yeah. To get to get them over that sickness. So it's like really, really cool. There's so many benefits. Yeah. Health-wise for your baby. I don't Do think we
0: it? should even like start going into the benefits because I think we could spend hours going through oh, the yeah. benefits. Basically, there's big ones. Do some research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's
1: all over Google. It's like totally we worth
0: it. If you want to try it, and once again, literally no judgment if you tried it and it didn't work out, but we highly encourage you to try it, yeah. right? Okay. So
1: yeah, so next question. Um, so this question's, I've actually heard this question before, but I laughed when it was sent to us. Um, can baby be allergic to my breast milk? So, so I want to, I
0: don't really know like the actual answer to this, but I'm going to take a, a swing at it and you tell me, Okay.
1: Okay, so I no. want to
0: say a no, and I want to <laughs> say um, I think your baby can totally react to things in your diet through your breast milk. I think that's such a common thing these days, yes. like dairy and whatnot, just because like don't come at me, but we're really not supposed to be consuming dairy. And uh, right. if
1: yep. because our <laughs>
0: because our babies haven't like built up a tolerance to lactose yet, sometimes they can't handle it. So. Um, that's yes. super common, but it's not like – like if you had the cleanest diet in the world, whatever that may be, and then you nursed your baby, your baby would probably be chilling. You know what I mean? Like I don't think your baby would get right. sick from that.
1: Yeah, you want to know an answer though?
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: Because <laughs> no, because you're right. You're right. Usually it's dairy. 80% of babies that you know are having reactions, it's dairy. But there are – it's a small, small, small percentage that are – babies are allergic and it's to the the type of fat in mom's shut up and their baby yeah and they can't they can't digest it i've known two no i've known three babies now wow that have had this and but then you go through this long process with the doctors like okay so if they're if they're reacting badly to my milk then what are we going to feed this child yeah <laughs> no? that's
0: when like back in the day so, you just have a wet nurse right so
1: well right well and it wouldn't even be a wet nurse because if they're allergic to breast milk it's all breast milk oh my it's gosh it's not like you c- it's not just your breast milk oh yeah
0: that is freaking wild
1: it's the type of fat yeah because it's so like you like kind have to chain, it out
0: the sh- it's like fatty acid mm-hmm. like chain of 2 or 3, I can't remember. Yes. But
1: I don't know like specific terms. sorry guys. But <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like yeah, Whoa. and it's just super super rare, but it can happen. Wow. So Awesome. Well,
0: that's yeah, so interesting. interesting. I never have heard that, but I love learning. Yeah. And I literally was just taken, yes. I guess, cuz I had no idea, but Oh my gosh, yeah. mind blown.
1: But if baby, if baby is gaining, see here's the thing though. You want he, you don't want to take this and run with it. Because a lot of doctors will just say that. And usually it's just an allergy to what you're eating. Um, you do need to try things first. And usually you'll know if your baby's like allergic to to breast milk. They're not gaining weight and they're very sickly. Yeah, babies. I can't even so If your baby's gaining weight and your baby's just kind of fussy and you're like, I don't know what's going on. And the doctor's easy answer is like, oh, they're just allergic to your milk. I would probably do a little bit more digging into that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely always.
1: Really rare. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's crazy, though.
1: (laughs) It's like blowing my mind. (laughs) Um, Okay.
0: So, next one. Should breastfeeding hurt?
1: It should not hurt. Okay. I want to
0: challenge that. Okay.
1: Okay. Because
0: I had people be like, it's the worst thing ever, or it should never hurt if it's correct which was you saying that, obviously, because you were my Elsie. Okay.
1: Yes, yes. I want
0: to challenge that and say at first it will hurt because your nipples aren't used to it, but there's different types of hurt because there's a hurt like your your nipples are toughening up and there's a hurt like I want to scream and that's how you know when it's the bad hurt because I remember like at first like it was not like, wow, this feels awesome and chill, you know? But then there was times like when his latch got messed up over that like second night before I saw you when I literally was like starting to bleed and wanting to uh, every time he'd latch I'd be like "Ah!" you know what I mean and like silently scream and that's how you know it's like it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be like you literally want to scream so right yeah anyways I agree get nipple butter because yes it will not feel (laughs) like a freaking walk in the park but it shouldn't be like you want to scream.
1: Right? Right. Okay. Yeah, because there's so many things happening. Like your breasts are engorged when your mouth comes in, and baby is small and trying to open its mouth. Like you're both learning a new thing. So, yeah, it's not going to be. Some women can go off and, like, without a glitch and it's comfortable yeah. from the very beginning. And those
0: people are but amazing. But typically,
1: <laughs> yeah, but typically, like you said, it's like you're getting used to this new thing and it's not, you're not used to someone on your nipple. 24-7.
0: Yeah, and even so, now, like, yeah. that I still nurse Roland, he's so much older, but there's still sometimes like, where I have to correct his latch, and we've been doing it for almost a year and a half, and it's just because, like, he'll be distracted or whatever, and I know when it feels like the bad hurt, you know, at this point, so. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's breast surgery affect breastfeeding.
0: Okay, so I'm going to take a stab at this one again, okay? Okay. I want to say... It can, from what I remember reading, and I haven't brushed up on this in a really long time. But from what I understand, some people get breast augmentation and they nurse perfectly fine, and some people something gets messed up and they can't nurse at all anymore. Is that yes. is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's correct. Naip. It's one of those things that the doctors don't tell these moms, and it's sad. I know some women do it necessarily, like they'll get breast reductions, and it's oh my like gosh, a necessary thing. Yeah. I, um, but even that, it affects breastfeeding, or it can, yeah. because you're cutting into all those ducts, yep, you know? Yep. So. What
0: I would highly encourage is if you do want to get an augmentation, wait till after babies. I mean, if, oh, unless yeah. you're willing to take that gamble, I just, I'm in no way anti-boob job by any means. No, I have tons no. of friends with them, like family. Um, yeah. but. Like for me personally, if I ever decide to do that in the future for some reason, I wouldn't do it till after babies, just because it's not worth the risk to me. And also, yeah, I just feel like that would be weird to nurse on those. I just, I don't know, maybe not. But I, I'd, I'd be curious if it feels different. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, you spend, you spend, It does feel different because they're they're harder. So like when you're filled with milk, it, it's harder for baby too.
0: Interesting. Just because
1: the breasts themselves are harder. And they're more full than they should be. Yeah. And then so they don't fill up like they should. They don't Ah, have room to fill up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a normal breast. Mm -hmm. And baby has a harder time squishing the breast as well. Interesting. So they do feel different. And they won't stay. like They won't stay as nice. They won't stay nice. You're going to probably have to redo them. So all that money you spent doing them, sometimes they won't go back to what they were. Just wait if you can.
0: Just wait.
1: Wait if you can. Save six yeah,
0: grand, sure. six plus grand. You know, I know. what I mean? Um,
1: <laughs> my friend just got them done and she sent me pictures of her boobs. And
0: They I can was, do them they really nice. well. They're yeah. really nice. Yeah. But
1: she waited until after kids and I was super proud that she waited because I was like, good good for you. You know, you waited and then you got your boobs back. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. And
0: I, this isn't really the episode for this, but I just want to say on here as a PSA, I have someone close to me in my family who has um, illness from getting breast surgery because they yep. have been found to leak. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I obviously, this is not an episode about that, but if you are planning on doing a breast augmentation after baby, I highly recommend you to look into that as well because they don't tell you about that. And you can have basically an illness that they don't, they can't say what it's from until you're like, oh, wait, what's the only major thing that's changed, you know? So, anyways, look into it it's obviously your decision but make an informed one so yeah
1: yeah. good for yeah good I was like good for you thanks (laughs) Um, no because I I, in the back of my head I was like yeah so anyway
0: (laughs) well no yeah I mean it's because I have it's a real thing yeah it's yeah anyways another for another time um am I supposed to read the next
1: one I think so okay
0: clogs what are they and what do I do when I think I have one
1: okay so have you had a clog before I'm just asking
0: I thought I had one at one point I think I might have I've actually been super blessed when it comes to breastfeeding I've never even had close to mastitis I think I might have thought I had a clog at one point but it was like maybe at the very beginning and I was able to work it out like right away
1: I don't remember you even asking or anything like that. So I could just kind of figured you've been clog free.
0: Yeah. I mean, from what so. I, what I remember, I think there was a time when there was like one little hard part that I thought was one. And so like, I immediately took action, <laughs> you know, cause I was like, this is yeah, not getting worse. Yeah. No way.
1: So a clog, usually it's caused by a bad latch. Uh, maybe sometimes if you lay on your breast while you're sleeping Um, and the milk gets trapped. Um, And then you can have a lump in your breast created by milk and it's trapped in there. And so basically what you gotta do is you have to press on it until it's released. So usually when you're nursing, you can press on it while you're nursing. And I've even had a clog on the top of my breast. So what I was told to do when I wasn't at LC yet, was to get on my- uh, Dangle feed. Huh? I said
0: dangle feed. Sorry.
1: Yes, dangle feed. So, like, I got on my hands and knees, and then I had baby basically laying down, but his jaw was working the top of my breast, like, where the clog was because the jaw is the strongest part of that latch. Mm-hmm. So, and just working out that clog. So, because if you don't work out that clog either by pressing it, massaging it out, even warm water compress, like, hot or warm compresses things like that you need to work that out because if it's if it stays in there it's going to turn into an infection and those can get
0: bad ugly. they're, oh my they're gosh. not
1: i never had mastitis so i've known women just because i'm an lc i i, I hear of it mm-hmm. but really it's not as common as you would think usually you can catch that clog usually you feel it and it's kind of painful yeah. and it's a lump and you can usually just work it out at the next feeding and it's no big deal. So, usually, it just has to do with like if, if a woman is constantly getting clogs, it's usually a latch issue. And um, yeah, or I've even had women that, that have come to me and it's been from breast augmentation that the, these ducks, like they're they're making milk, but they're not able to release. Oh, that sounds so,
0: horrifying.
1: It's horrible because you can't stop that from happening. Yeah,
0: I don't even know um, what you would do. That sucks. So,
1: yeah. Okay. So, yeah, get in contact with an LC if you ever have a clog because, and you can't get rid of them because usually something else is going on. Oh, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Good advice. Yep.
1: So, should I take something for milk supply? Okay. And I've gotten this question from moms, like, before having baby. Like, should I start taking something?
0: Yeah. So, I, I'll share on this because you initially informed me about this actually because i remember being pregnant and seeing like lactation tea lactation milk or not milk wow okay (laughs) milk milk (laughs) um lactation cookies lactation balls lactation recipes this and that and this and that and I was like oh my gosh do I need to put like all of this on my registry do I need to like bulk up like my oatmeal intake do I need to like make these dough ball like lactation cookies for myself um and the one thing I did get was um I think it's called like mother's milk tea which was like an herbal tea made to help with milk so I had that already and then I talked to you And you were kind of just like, yeah, if, you like, your baby's feeding on demand, you don't need it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? I don't need to eat oatmeal for every meal and cookies and these weird power drinks and everything they sell. Like, I don't understand. And uh, that really, like, blew my mind. Because it's such a common thing now for everybody to think, like, oh, well, I'm going to breastfeed, so I need to boost my supply. But... Like, if you're actually taking the proper steps to make sure you're making enough milk for your baby, then you shouldn't have to do that.
1: Right? Yeah. And unless, yes, exactly correct. Cool. Um, you, and you said it way better than I could have said it too. So, yeah, unless you're having supply issues, I wouldn't even start anything. That's like... Man, how stressful would that be to have to take stuff every day? Yeah,
0: and I remember like you saying that and me being like, dang it, like I just bought this stupid milk tea, you know, like mother's milk tea. And I ended up just like getting rid of it or something. Um,
1: It won't hurt taking it, but.
0: But I know, but I was like, I don't want to start taking like extra stuff if I really don't need to. And I had the most horrific boobs when my milk came in. So I think I was good to go. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. You had lots of milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: wh- <laughs> when will my milk come in?
1: So it comes in day three to five after you have baby. So after your body realizes your placenta is gone and baby's out, three to five days later, your milk will come in. Before then, your baby's drinking colostrum that you've been making through pregnancy and all that. So... I know some women that have had C-sections, I know that's a bigger thing now. So sometimes after a cesarean, it takes even longer than that, but typically three to five days.
0: Cool. And a little warning for you guys, when it does come in, you might look like you have a horrifying botched boob job. At least I did. (laughs) I don't know if that's normal, but all of a sudden I just had like these boulders of monster rocks, boobs, and I was like, this is horrifying and feels terrible they're
1: gonna be hard and they're gonna usually they're painful but try not to encourage too much milk just feed baby when baby wants to be fed and try not to touch them because they're gonna leak but if you start pumping your boobs are going to recreate that they're gonna think oh that's how much milk i need to make and they're the milk's gonna keep coming so just try not to
0: also encourage i'm gonna it. share a tiny story okay because yeah. of this i when my boulder boobs came in I was dying, and I read online, or someone told me, I don't remember, this is before I had seen you, and they were like, yeah. oh, well, you just need to hand express like just a smidge so you're comfortable, so I was like, okay, dope, and I didn't know how to do yeah. that, okay, so Luke, okay. Go, Luke and I get, are taking a shower, because it's like, oh, warm water encourages letdown, so we're like, okay, awesome, he- yeah was helping me because I was in so much pain, and we both don't know what we're doing. He tried to milk my boob like an udder, the whole thing. It was so I painful, <laughs> I literally had like bruises. And then I see you, Oh
1: no. like it felt
0: like a bruised boob. It was the worst experience.
1: I'm sorry I'm laughing, that's it's, horrible.
0: I'm only sharing because
1: <laughs> it's just like hand funny... <laughs>
0: expressing is not milking your whole boob like an udder. Please don't do that, it will feel bad. Um, And then I saw Alexa, and she's like, what in the world? This is how you hand express, and you literally just, like, you just, like, lightly, you know, milk or whatever the actual, like, areola part. Anyways, don't, just, just save yourself the trouble. Don't do that. We're not cows, all right? So, anyways, I thought. If you
1: need to release a little bit, it should come out pretty it will yeah if it's not you're doing it wrong so don't do it (laughs) i'm
0: literally like getting pain flashbacks that's i'm oh anyways
1: it hurts hurts so bad i i I feel you
0: anyways
1: how long should my baby nurse at each feeding
0: uh i don't know the answer to this but i'm gonna go ahead and say as long as they want right i don't know yeah okay
1: yeah I I mean I usually tell moms because like moms usually want to know now like there's a lot of type A moms out there and they're like well I need to know how long I need to feed on this breast and then how long I need to feed on the next breast you know and they're very type A and so I tell moms I'm like five to 45 minutes that's that's (laughs) what you give baby and so they kind of look at me weird because it's true it's like Sometimes babies are fast eaters. Sometimes babies are slow eaters. You just got to give it time. Sometimes they don't need both breasts. It's kind of just like a guessing game. And I know that some moms hate that. They hate the guessing game of it. But just look at baby. Are they happy? Are they full? Just go with the flow. And I, I say 45 minutes just because if they're going longer than that, if they're eating nonstop all day long, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah. It might be a uh, supply issue Okay, if they're eating longer than that. So well, that's why I say 45, you know, and, just give it a little cutoff.
0: And everybody does it different. Like I know a lot of people did like half and half. I tried to do half and half at first because to be completely yeah. honest, your boobs look more symmetrical <laughs> then.
1: Right, right. But I had such
0: a hard time remembering and like timing it where I made like one side get way more milk than the other by accident. And so then right. I just did one side, the other side, one side, the other side, and I've continued to do it that way. And I don't care that they're a little asymmetrical now because, well, they're not as much anymore because I don't have as much milk, but yeah, it's just a preference thing. Well, and
1: if I did, if I did both sides, each feeding, I would make way too much milk and I would be way too engorged just because both boobs worked the same time. It's like they are just would get overly excited yeah so i had to make sure i didn't do that um and then some moms just don't make enough milk out of one breast i mean that's not common but then they do have to feed off both breasts but gotcha again it is kind of a training technique usually if you're training your breasts it like your breasts are going to do what you train them to do but sometimes you gotta do both cool it depends anyway
0: how do i know my baby is eating enough
1: Okay, so just basic, are they gaining weight? Are they happy? Are they sleeping? You know, after feeding, are they calm and and do they fall asleep after a feeding? Um, usually babies that aren't getting enough are really cranky. And then again, just weight gain. Weight gain's a big thing um, that we check for as LCs and then also if they're peeing and pooping. So you gotta check all those off and then kinda just Google how old your baby is. How many times a day should they be peeing and pooping for that age? And then kind of make an educated guess off of that too. So Cool. Yeah. A few things you consider on that. My baby seems to eat all day. Am I producing enough? Uh, Kind of goes off of that.
0: So I don't know the answer to this one, actually.
1: So... If baby, cause we kind of talked about it, if they're eating and they're not happy, they want to keep eating all day long. Usually that does indicate a supply issue. Now, depending on growth times, there's growth spurt times. Um, usually it's around like two weeks. Um, I want to say, man, now my train of thought it's two weeks, two months, Four months and six months they have like growth spurts it's different timing for every baby but that's kind of like the average usually for like a two-week period they're gonna be eating a lot and you're gonna be like oh my gosh it's week two I thought I had a good supply but now they're eating a lot if you just give it another week and they slow it down usually that just meant that they grew and you'll probably see like a growth spurt like in their physical like you'll see them physically grow (laughs) Like, they'll kind of just jump up in clothes, uh, clothes size. Um, So, yeah, if it happens around, like I said, two weeks, two months, four months, or six months, usually there's a two-week period in there where they're eating nonstop for those gross birds. Yep, cluster
0: feeding. Those are Other than that,
1: if it's, yeah, cluster feeding. Thank you for that word. Oh, sorry. I never realized you didn't
0: say it the whole time.
1: No, yeah, I didn't say it because I was like... Come, Lord, give me this one,
0: <laughs> I was thinking it the whole time, but you were on a roll, so I was just like, she's on it. I just remember yeah. when I was cluster feeding, because I, I really don't mind breastfeeding. Sometimes it's a lot because it's like literally your full-time job, but cluster feeding right. was the time when I was like, please leave me alone. Like, it was a lot, yeah. especially when he was first born, when I was so sleepy. I just wanted to like sleep or eat or go to the bathroom, and he was just like, coming along because he right was never stopping so right yeah be, pr- yeah be prepared and just
1: gain weighing weighing them don't weigh them all the time babies don't gain weight in like a day so don't do that to yourself but if you're weighing them like at the doctor's office like say you have a concern and you go into the doctor's office like for two every two weeks or something like that to weigh them you know if you're if there's a concern yeah. for supply and all that yeah then you should be able to see a, a weight increase or something like that, so.
0: Yeah, and then coming off of that, right. what are indicators of a poor supply?
1: Yeah, so poor supply, like, yeah, and that kind of just goes off of everything. If baby's cranky all the time, eating all the time, your breasts aren't getting full, um, yeah, and baby's just cluster feeding and just never satisfied, they're not gaining weight, they're not peeing and pooping properly, lots of things. Sometimes it's just one thing, and then you kind of have to go, and that's why, you know, it's it. everyone's different. So you kind of have to go to an LC and kind of just work through things because it could be something totally separate. Like, say, I've had moms schedule their babies. So when you're breastfeeding, you don't want to schedule. You want to just let baby eat when they want to eat until your milk regulates at 6 to 8 weeks because if you're scheduling before 6 to 8 weeks, you're you could be giving yourself a poor supply without even knowing it, Yeah, you know, and that's just more of you. Like you said, you, like we were talking about training your boobs for what, what you want them to make. Mm-hmm. And if you're only allowing baby to eat every three hours, even if they want to eat more often, that's what you're regulating your milk too. So yeah. sometimes you can make more, but you're not letting yourself make more. So lots of little things that, you know, going through your unique situation with an LC helps and see if it's like a yeah, you just don't make enough milk and that's it cuz that's really rare. It's very 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 rare for a woman just not to be able to make enough milk if you're doing all the correct things. So I hope I answered that. I probably No, I think you did. Over answered. <laughs> no,
0: that's great. Good info.
1: So when is it okay to stop waking my baby to feed? That kind of goes off of this too. So this is
0: a weird one for me because To be completely honest, Roland's kind of a terrible sleeper. So you best believe I was never waking that dang baby to feed him (laughs) because he did it plenty on his own. And so if he was sleeping, and I think what they say is like when they're first born, no longer than three hours or something like that. Well, if it was three and a half and I was sleeping for three and a half hours, I did not care one bit because that was the fattest baby in the universe. So... I was like, right, he's right. fine. I'm so tired. <laughs> but I know that's not the proper answer. That's just my experience. Um, but I think if your baby's like obviously doing okay, you should leave them alone <laughs> and sleep because you need
1: it. Right, like, yeah, just, yeah, and you sleep. See, at the beginning, and like I said, your your milk regulates between six to eight weeks. So before that time frame, you do want to be careful about, not feeding as often because sometimes babies will oversleep um so like yeah during the day yeah i know (laughs) and sometimes they don't so at least every two to three hours you're going to want to be feeding but at night you can give them like a five hour period a baby will pick a five hour period during the day to sleep and you can give them them that time again i'm not a doctor not a doctor so you know don't hold me by my words but babies that's just kind of how they regulate and they're starting to regulate and they usually have that longer period of time that they don't have to eat just that one and that's hopefully hopefully you can get it to where you're sleeping at that time oh
0: yeah for sure like that sleep when the baby sleeps stuff is so real I know once you have more than one kid it's not but Like, I had so many people be like, you'll see, like, you won't be able to sleep when the baby sleeps. You're going to clean and you're going to shower. And I was like, I don't care if I smell bad. I don't care if there's dishes to the ceiling. I am sleeping. (laughs) And so...
1: Taking your opportunity when you can. Yeah.
0: And I know it'll definitely be (laughs) different, like, when I have a future children, because I'll obviously have another child to care for. um, But I'll definitely still try and sneak in naps when I can. Um, Right. But Yeah. Is nipple confusion a real thing? Can I give my breastfeeding baby a pacifier? And when can I introduce a bottle?
1: So I have actually read articles where doctors say that it's not a thing. And I just laugh. I just start laughing. Um, Nipple confusion is a real, real thing. Okay. So don't take it lightly. Um, Usually as an LC, I want to say most of my cases are nipple confusion. So baby is given a bottle too soon um, or they're given a pacifier too soon when they they haven't understood what breastfeeding is. So then they're expected to suck a bottle suck a pacifier and then go on to mama's breast and they're going to want to suck the same way that they did with the other objects um, and you all know what happens when a baby like sucks in your nipple that that hurts really bad yeah <laughs> so it is a thing you know because you're learning a new skill so once baby has perfected this skill like i'm not against pacifiers all my kids love their pacifier um but i wouldn't introduce it right away
0: and i so, want to add two things so first yeah. i am against pacifiers or or I was. I totally was. I was like, I'll never try and give my babies a pacifier. Because that's how my whole parent, like all my parents raised all of us. We never had a pacifier. Right. We were never allowed to even try it cuz no way. And then I remember being like, "Please, please take a pacifier. Please, Lord, let him take a pacifier." Right. And I bought like all these weird ones to try and he I have photos of him like the first time I put a pacifier in his mouth and then him just like ejecting it, like spitting it across the whole room. And I was like, "Awesome." Right. He took it one time ever and it was on an airplane and then never again. So, Never say never. I still feel like I'm against him, but I'd still try it again in a heartbeat anyways. So as I know that makes no sense, but.
1: Well, no, and that's a total blessing that you don't have to wean off a pacifier. That's a total blessing in and of itself. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, just know that it's a real thing. And especially with bottles, the bottle, even if you have a slow flow nipple, it is going to flow out so much faster than your breast. You know, at the beginning of a breastfeeding session, sometimes your milk can come out quickly just like a bottle. But typically that doesn't hold throughout the whole nursing session. They do have to work for it. So they're going to get really – maybe they're not confused. Maybe they're just going to get mad at you and be like, well, that's not what I want. I want the fast stuff. Yeah, and that's (laughs) the
0: second thing I was going to say is like breastfeeding is harder for a baby than nursing from a bottle. And so all the muscles it uses in their whole like face – to breastfeed is yeah. so much different and they'll definitely be like that's really cool but i am not here to work out so give me <laughs> yeah. the I'm faster version work. please
1: yeah um no and it's so good for them to be working because then they won't overeat so because <laughs> their face good. gets like, tired it, it's, well it, it doesn't get tired per se it's just that yeah they just have to do an extra movement and so they're not going to the bottle literally depending on how you hold it so look into if you do bottle feed look into bottle pacing because then that gives them an extra movement where they have to decide if they want another sip um, because if you don't give them that choice they're just going to chug it
0: oh, you know interesting. does that make yeah, sense yeah it totally does so interesting. yeah
1: do i really need a nursing bra what are the essentials to breastfeeding oh you're going to be good on this
0: yay. one. yay okay i'm glad i got this one so Okay. Do you really need a nursing bra? No. Um, And the reason I'm saying that is because don't get me wrong. I freaking loved my nursing bras and I will totally use them for future pregnancies, but it's totally not necessary. It's definitely a preference thing. And at this point I've been breastfeeding for almost a year and a half and I don't use them at all. They're all packed up with my maternity stuff. I used them during pregnancy because they were super cozy. I used them initially When I was new to breastfeeding, because I just had never done it before, it seemed easier. I actually generally used nursing camisoles so that I could like pull up my whole shirt and still have like my fresh baby gut covered um, and be able to nurse and not feel weird. Um, Now, I wear high-waisted stuff, and I wear my normal bras, and I still pull up, but you don't see because I wear high-waisted, and then I just pull up my bra as well, and I wear underwear bras under wire bras not underwear bras. <laughs> yeah.
1: okay
0: um that makes more sense yeah and so like you can definitely just wear your normal bras assuming you fit them although I do recommend if you choose to wear your normal bras the whole time get nursing pads put in them because you will leak and it will stain. So that's the good part about having nursing bras at the beginning is you have the nursing pads. I use nursing pads for like a month, maybe until my supply regulated. And other than that, my, I, you know, what's an essential for breastfeeding boobs. It's boobs. (laughs) Um, and other than that, it's really just a preference thing for me. The only thing I could say I will not go without for as far as when I first started nursing is Earth Mama Angel Babies nipple butter. That specific nipple butter changed my life, saved my nipples. Um, and other than that, it's really just a preference. You know, the pillow, the pumps, the this, the that. I could go on for a whole episode about it, so I won't really go into it um, too much, but there's definitely some good stuff out there, depending on what you want to do, honestly, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I, I'd add a boppy. I would say a boppy. See, but I didn't pillow. like the boppy. I know. And I think that's just because of usually the women that I see have problems breastfeeding. They're not propping up baby. Like when baby's really tiny. Usually you don't need the pillow very long. But it's just at that very beginning. If you're having trouble, you want baby up high, a little higher. So
0: I used a different pillow than the Boppy, and I loved it. Yeah. I used the My Breast... What one did you use? My Breast Friend.
1: And yes, the reason yes. I freaking loved yeah, that is
0: because the like position I had to nurse in was the football feed. And that is like yes. such a weird one <laughs> at first. Yes. And I literally... Like saved my shoulders and arms because I could buckle that thing and tighten it to like right where I wanted it where I could lay him on it. He could be nursing and I didn't even have to touch him. Like yeah, that being said, of course, I like had my arm around his back, but I just felt like I could literally walk around my house and yes. do stuff. And he was nursing because yes. and I didn't have to hold him. It was just this pillow contraption and they're like intense and I did not use it for terribly long. Like you said. But at the very beginning, when he was tiny, it was like a freaking game changer. And I'm glad I, I went with yeah. that version over the traditional boppy. But I know yeah. a lot of people swear yeah. by the boppy.
1: I hear you. So I know. So just some sort of breastfeeding pillow. I know Arago came out with one and I never tried it.
0: Oh, I never even heard of but it. But it
1: was expensive. And so well, I was we can like, go well, into a few a more <laughs> essentials
0: if you want. I just, I didn't know if you, yeah. how much you wanted me to go into it.
1: Is there a couple more? Um. Add so it. for
0: me, I. My, like, I got a breast pump with my insurance. I got the Spectra 2, I believe, the pink one. And, like, don't get me wrong. That thing's awesome. I've used it, like, two times, though. It's just, like, I ne- I'm i fortunate enough where I never really had to be a pumping mom. People who pump, like, exclusively are freaking rock stars. Um, yep. I got one of those, like, they're I got an off-brand of the Haka, which is literally just, like, this weird yes. little squeezy pump, and you just, like... Put it on, squeeze it, and it suction cups your boob in it. And I wore that at the beginning when I was like super into the idea of like pumping to uh, donate milk and to have a safety stash. And uh, I did it for like a month or two to catch like the drips from the other side instead of doing like just the nursing pad. And uh, yeah, then I was never able to find anybody who needed it, which was a bummer. But, um, that's really nice. I actually used it last night. I woke up in the middle of the night. I woke up at 5 a.m. And Roland hadn't woke up at all to nurse. He usually wakes up at like 2. And I woke up with boulder boobs. And so I was like, wow, let me relieve these a smidge. And I grabbed that and just like used it for like a minute. And then I was good to go. So that is really, really awesome. A very cheap um, option. And it's like everybody I know who has one loves it. Yeah. So
1: that's, that's awesome. pretty much
0: it for me, I think
1: yeah yeah you don't need much but then there's some things that make it more comfortable or you know different things help definitely if you can get your hands on them
0: definitely i am going back to work soon when should i start pumping and how should i store it
1: okay so going back to work you should start pumping two weeks before you go back um usually you want to pump in the morning after your morning feeding or after baby's morning feeding, because in the morning is when you make the most milk. Um, And then you're just going to be encouraging your body to make a little bit more milk in the, in the morning time. And if you're pumping every day for two weeks, hopefully you can get like maybe a day or two day stash in your freezer uh, for when you go to work. And then while you're at work, hopefully you are given the opportunity to pump and then continue your stash while you're at work. So you don't really need, I mean, unless you want a full freezer full, you really don't have to be pumping too too far in advance. Um, and to store it, you can store it in your freezer. If you have a deep freezer, it will keep for a year. If you have just a regular freezer, it will keep for six months. And those times kind of vary depending on your comfort level with that. Um, and then again with the, and you can put it in the fridge, but not more than five to seven days. So you want to watch your time on that. Cool. Uh, can I continue breastfeeding if I get pregnant? And what's tandem nursing about?
0: So this is another one where I don't—I'm not 100% sure on, but I'm slightly knowledgeable on. So from my understanding, a lot of women can't breastfeed when they're pregnant because their milk supply will go away. Or sometimes the taste changes and baby's like, this is weird and gross due to hormones and all that stuff. Um, And then I do think there's like this, like rare, maybe it's not rare, but from people I have spoken with, it seems to be rare that you are able to continue nursing through your pregnancy or that you even want to, because it can often become painful because your boobs are super sore when you're pregnant. So yeah. Is that true?
1: I agree with that. I agree with that. I just, yeah, I just want to add, you should like if you do have the milk and baby wants to continue, then please continue. I know some doctors, because it's like an older um, theory that oh, if you continue breastfeeding during pregnancy, you can cause miscarriage, and that has kind of been debunked. Not kind of, it has been debunked. So interesting. It's one of those things. Yeah, I never even so heard do that. Research on that. Okay. Yeah. Do your research on that before you stop. If you do, if you are doing it, everything's going well, your milk supply stays. Cause yeah, Rachel's right. It's 70% of women lose their supply when they're pregnant. But if you're that 30% that keeps going more power to you. And then, you know, I don't see any reason why you should stop, Yeah, you that's would want to awesome. talk to your doctor and make sure.
0: Gotcha. So, and then tandem nursing yeah. is literally just, you still nurse your, you know, older child, after you birth your second child or whatever order of child. I'm just saying it like that um, Yeah. at the same time. And from my understanding, your body still can give different sorts of milk to them from different like sides yeah. of your breasts. I haven't done a ton of research on it. I remember – I am the worst, okay? I'm just going to be real here. I remember thinking – breastfeeding after six months is weird and then I breastfed for six months and I was like whatever I'm going to a year and then I'm like breastfeeding to two is weird and then I'm like whatever I'll go as long as I freaking want and then I would see people tandem and I would be like okay that's the one thing I can never do that's too far and now I'm like if I'm one of the unicorn women who can tandem try and stop me you know what I mean? And,
1: right. and yeah. I
0: know people will think that's weird. And you know what? I don't care because it's not your baby. It's not your buddy.
1: Right. And
0: if I can do it, I'm a magical unicorn. So whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. I know I always wanted to, but my babies never wanted to, which is like, it's such a bummer too, like being an LC and being like, yeah, my babies won't do it for me. Yeah. That's cool. I actually you think know? it's
0: like kind of beautiful <laughs> and... Don't get me wrong. I still think if your kid's like five or seven in nursing, that's kind of weird. But just wait. I might change my (laughs) mind. Okay. You never know. Just
1: wait. (laughs) So, yeah. But just know, just know that you can make a supply. Women can exclusively breastfeed triplets. So, your body can make enough milk for two babies for sure. Um, And then, like Rachel said, your body is going to be making milk for a newborn when your newborn is latched on. It's like our, our 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 bodies are like really smart computers. So your baby is latched onto one breast, and it's, it's shooting out newborn milk. And then your toddler's on the other breast, and it's shooting out toddler milk. It's like really awesome. It's insane.
0: So. And I yeah, – yeah. It's insane. And I feel like the more I learn about it, the more I can't be like, this is weird. I'm like, holy cow, I was made to do this. You know? So right. I think it's freaking yeah. beautiful. So –
1: yeah. anyways yeah.
0: and I'm being all like sappy about this too because I sometimes I'm like oh I think Roland is like self-weaning and so I get sappy because I'm like I- am I gonna be sad because yeah. like he's wants to be done or am I gonna be sad like is it gonna be me who's sad or him <laughs> and it's gonna be me it's not gonna be him he's right, gonna be like right, I don't right. care peace out mom give me steak so <laughs> um
1: so everyone's different right? yeah I know uh yeah. So
0: how long should I exclusively breastfeed for? And when should I start introducing solids?
1: So I know it's recommended by WHO to breastfeed until six months, exclusively breastfeed until six months, and then introduce solids at that point. Um, I'm more for baby-led weaning. So my last baby didn't eat until nine months. Um, and more and more research is coming out to support that. Yep. That when baby is ready to eat, that's when their digestive system is, is ready to digest when they're ready. Yeah, so just, I, I don't know, I always just recommend baby lead weaning now on that because giving pureed food, it's not, I'm, you know, obviously who is all for it? Like the doctors are all for, you know, introducing solids but I don't really see the rush in it. I don't think that there's any um, benefits to it, like health benefits to do that. So at least six months exclusively breastfeeding, but you can go longer if you want to exclusively breastfeeding. Um, and nobody's on a time, like you're not on a timer, you know, and every baby's kind of different. I know some of the doctors were freaking out when my son was like, Oh, he's nine months and he's still not eating. And I'm like, He's healthy, he's happy, he's gaining weight. What's the problem? You know, my breast milk is making the right amount of nutrients for him. We're good. You know, but they just kind of wanted to see him hit milestones um, that I didn't really feel were completely necessary at that point. And guess what? He ended up meeting them. He was just a little later than everybody else. So
0: yeah, And don't put
1: your baby on a timeline. <laughs> it's actually
0: super interesting because I did baby led weaning and I started at six months because I was so freaking pumped to see him eat food, right?
1: right.
0: Um, and that's yeah. just like first baby stuff, right? Uh, oh, yeah. But oh, then yeah. after I had started like hearing a lot more people saying they waited to do baby led weaning till more like nine months. Which is so funny that you said that, because I think I'll definitely try for that when I have another baby. Um, just because we, I don't know why, but we're like in such a rush for everything. Yeah. And I feel really bad because I have like mom friends who are like, well, my baby's not crawling. When did your baby crawl? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, this isn't right. like a race. And who cares if my baby crawled two months before yours? Like, who cares? You know, oh, yeah. I don't care oh, yeah. because like I always say, have you ever seen a grown up like an adult just crawling around, not walking or just scooching around, not even crawling or walking? Not right. Not right. unless they literally can't. So
1: exactly. Don't put
0: pressure on yourself like that much. Like don't put very extreme pressure on yourself for your baby to meet these generalized milestones that in no shape or form are universal so right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like we should say again we are not doctors
0: <laughs> no no I know I hate
1: it but you know I hate just because I, I feel like sometimes women run with what I'm saying and they take it the wrong way you know but well uh, typically honestly, a baby that's healthy and happy sometimes babies are just behind you know
0: yeah so. and I guess what I'm just trying to say is don't like beat yourself up If you go to the doctor and you get your well baby checkup sheet and there's like a few things that you can say that your baby doesn't do yet. You know what I mean? It makes me really sad. I'm very fortunate that I have like a super chill pediatrician, but I have had friends literally cry leaving the pediatrician's office because they make them feel like they're not doing a good enough job and that's why their baby isn't meeting their milestones. So what I'm trying to say is, is that's freaking bullcrap. And if yeah. you are loving yep. and caring for your baby and doing everything that you are supposed to be and that you can do, um, you're doing a great job. And don't let that make you feel like a bad mom. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. I'm not trying Preach, to say yeah. I'm a doctor and, you know, don't. Oh, yeah. Doc- no, I
1: know. I just felt like we should preface because I'm like, I don't want people. Messaging us
0: and being like, the- <laughs> well, these ladies. I'll be like, <laughs> these people okay, said- no.
1: Yeah. Alexa said she was an LC, so now I'm going to sue her. No. Um, no, yeah, no, no, so <laughs> Yeah, so. Um, yeah, but no, I have so many. I feel like we should do an episode on pediatrician appointments because it's so true. You can walk out either walk in on air, like, this is wonderful, or they could just ruin your life. Like, just with the words that the pediatrician says and... Like, well, not ruin your life, but ruin your day. Oh, it's true. I've had,
0: I've had terrible experiences actually, but I've had some, I've had tons of fine ones and I've had like one bad one that sticks with me, unfortunately. So yeah, we could definitely talk about that. I'd love that.
1: We need to. Um, so many, so many stories. Yeah. So how to wean a 19 month old. So I've actually had, okay, so this was written down that way. Um, but she wants tips and tricks on how to wean her baby mm-hmm. um, that's very boob dependent. And we got a couple ladies asking about weaning.
0: Okay. So, so I'm just going to. I don't know if you've looked
1: it up since you're kind of at that time. Well,
0: I was just going to it, preface it and say I haven't weaned. <laughs> so, like, I'm not really right. the person to be able to like, share, like, knowledge and experience. I know very little on this other than just, like, what I've been told from different people. I know there's definitely different ways to doing it. Um, And uh, since I haven't done it, I can't speak to one way being better than the other um, necessarily. So I'm just going to kind of let you run with this and I'll add stuff if I do know things based off what you're saying. Yeah.
1: So with my experience, like my own personal experience, weaning came super naturally. I actually never like weaned my kids. They kind of just weaned themselves. Mm -hmm. So they kind of just decided because I would get pregnant and then they decided nah. I don't like the taste anymore. We're good. And with my last one, he was just more, I don't want to do this anymore. I have other things to do. So with that said, I think I just kind of built a life where they had other more exciting things to do (laughs) than sit with mom in mom's lap and feed, you know? So um, I know that's just kind of my main thing is just distract them. If you, can, if you know nursing times, like the typical nursing time, like I know the last nursing time that would go would be nap time and bedtime. Those were the, the two that held on for a long time. Um, but other than that, the other nursing times, if you can kind of anticipate them and be like, okay, we're actually going to do something else really exciting and kind of distract them. And it might take a week or two of like coming up with these like, big charades of hey let's do this but then they're gonna kind of get distracted to the point where like oh I don't even need that anymore you know um and especially with nap time like if you if you're really determined to wean and you don't want to continue weaning or if you don't want to continue nursing and you're determined to wean it I think 19 months is still young but if you're determined you can have a family member what 19 months is young you're funny I think I, I mean, just in my experience, you know, like you said, you know, you just kind of keep going, and it's like, just let the baby kind of do it, you know. But I know in certain circumstances, you're like, man, I want this to be done. Like they, they eat too often. I know with my, my son with Tyler, he would eat like a newborn baby, at night. Like he would wake so often. At the end, like
0: literally my life. And I was
1: like, (laughs) dude, you need to stop. So I totally get it if there's like situations like that so another thing you could do is kind of get a a, another family member involved because sometimes you know it's kind of like just ripping off the band-aid it's like okay you're gonna stay with grandma today yeah I actually it's kind of just cold turkey
0: yeah can I share a friend's weaning story she actually just was telling me and I'm probably gonna super butcher it but She is, like, a full-time college student. She's, like, in her 30s, like, so she works full-time. She's a full-time college student, and she travels to go to school, Um, like, an hour. She goes to school in Wilmington, and she lives in, like, Huber Huber or something. So she drives freaking far. And um, she has a son that's a little bit older than Roland, and she exclusively, while she breastfed as well as, like, bottle... Breastfed, you know what I mean, because she works full time Mm -hmm. and went to school for full time. So she half breastfed, half half pumped for like almost two years, like probably at least fifteen to eighteen months. She is a freaking rock star, Um, and she her husband got her a trip to go like skiing with her family for her birthday, and she didn't really like plan it, but it kind of worked out that it it was the time that she decided like, hey. I want to wean because I want to try for baby number two, and I want to be done with this for a little first, Um, which is, I hear that a lot, actually, Um, and she literally just went on a trip, like a weekend trip, left her son with her husband, and her milk dried up, and she said it was the most excruciating thing she's ever gone through. She says it's worse mm. than all... She had a natural labor, too, and she's like, it was still the worst. And I feel so bad yeah. because it wasn't, like, a gradual thing, and she was skiing. Right. So it's not like she was chilling at home, like, putting cold cabbage leaves in her bra, you know? She was just right, right. having these <clears throat> painful rock boulders and trying to deal with it and just, like, spraying milk everywhere. Um, and she... I, oh, man. Sp- ugh, Yeah. I feel bad because she's, like, she's no wuss, you know? And she's not even, like, yeah. one to be sassy. <laughs> but she told me, yeah. like, straight up, because I'm the sassy one, of course. But she told me straight up. She's like, if a man, if, okay, let me try that again. If a man had to deal with this, there would be a pill for this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay, okay, calm down. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Because yeah. I just think it's kind of funny that this is 2019. And what we have for you know drying up our milk supply is cold cabbage leaves which is really cool and new age um so
1: peppermint oil
0: peppermint oil i've heard that too but i totally use peppermint oil and i have milk so but i don't like put it on my put it on your breath no no oh okay okay that makes more sense
1: i've heard it helps like it's really fast acting too wow if 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 how you want to wean if how you want to wean is basically drying up your milk i always kind of went through for the more like natural
0: well yeah but that's wean, not for you know? everybody but and
1: exactly like for
0: me personally with roland i think there's like two options if i chose to wean option number one get pregnant option number two leave because there's just no way yeah i could like i could i couldn't do it right i just couldn't i'm not that strong I can't – like, I couldn't have him asking and me being, like, sucks to suck. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it. And and obviously, like, no mom would just be, like, doing it mean. But I can't. Like, even, like, now, like, when he's just chilling with me and Luke, if he wants milk, it's like a meltdown until Luke gets him to me.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And he's so old. So it's just, like, if you – either you can try and like let it let them do it themselves or you can leave in my opinion those are the options right right um and like I said I don't have experience with this yet so I can speak on it more more to it when that time comes um or like I have a oh sorry go for it I was just gonna say or we'll wait and see and I might be one of those weird nursing tandem ladies who knows (laughs) who knows?
1: where your kid is is going off to college still breastfeeding. Yep.
0: I'm still baby wearing him. He's like 19 up on my back and I'm like, I got you, buddy. Uh, anyways, yeah. as you were well, saying. A couple though. more
1: tips. Um, just a couple more. I mean, because I know distracting doesn't always work. I know some moms are just not comfortable with just leaving baby like cold turkey. Um, and usually, you know, it's not as sad when they're with someone else. It's like a huge distraction. Like they don't smell you. So they're not constantly thinking of the boob machine, you know, the, or the, the milk machine, you know? Yeah. So the other thing, um, is just, I mean, just, this is just common sense. Don't offer it. Just stop offering it. Cause I know when they're young, you offer like, oh, it's time to breastfeed. Cause my, my boobs hurt, you know, or what have you like, oh, it's time. You know, it's been over three hours. It's time. So just make sure that you're, you have stopped offering that, um, just basic. Um and then also getting them off bottles and pacifiers can help too. So if they're no longer thinking about sucking, you know, or even any type of that action, um like a comfort type of action, maybe going back into um sippy cups. Doing sippy cups could help as well. Cuz then they're just growing up. They're just like with potty training, when you're potty training, it's like, you're such a big boy now, and you're going to potty on the big boy toilet, even though they're totally comfortable pooping and peeing on themselves in the diaper, you kind of have to convince them you're big and you don't do that anymore. So switching over to a sippy cup is different than a bottle and a pacifier and breastfeeding. Like now you're a big boy, you know? <laughs> so
0: Yeah, definitely. And just an, just an idea. I, well, I just wanted to add one little thing, um, because
1: yeah.
0: my biggest fear of like I feel bad calling it forcibly weaning, but I don't know how to, like, what's a nice way of saying it?
1: Cold turkey. Cold turkey Okay, weaning, okay, cold right? turkey
0: weaning, yeah. Um, the I My fear of that is that, you know, maybe Roland wouldn't want to, like, sit and snuggle ever because he's not really that snuggly, which, actually, he's been getting way more and more snuggly these days. But Aww. my friend told me... Um, it's almost like after you're done nursing, they almost snuggle a little bit more. Not more, but it's different because they still want to be close to you and make up yes. that like bond. So it's not like yes. you stop nursing and then they're like, peace out, don't care about you anymore, you know? So I just want right, to say, like, right. even if you do choose to cold turkey wean because that's what makes sense for you. And if it does, I highly encourage you to do that for your <laughs> sanity. Um, don't let it feel make you feel like, oh, well, I'm going to cut off a bond with your baby. Nope. You still literally made that baby. And you're going to love it. They're going to love you. And it's all going to be fine and dandy.
1: Yep. Cool. It's true. It's true. Awesome. All right. I love it. We went a lot longer than I thought. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, this was good stuff. And I'm glad we were able to share it and get it out there and answer everybody's questions. So.
1: Yes. Well. All right. Well. Cool. We will talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.